Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, this shows you Sony's creative lack of control. This film for me, my expectations were Lombardo low and I ended up scraping the floor. Devout, apart from flexing your pecs over there, um, can you can you play an instrument or anything? Uh, I can play one instrument. I stopped playing it though, but yeah, I used to play one instrument. I used to play one instrument. I used to play it a bit too much and then uh, you know, I hurt my hand. <laughs> Answers on so, a postcard, uh, put folks. Down the put down the trumpet. <laughs> Uh, let's see answers on the postcard and let's see if you can guess what uh, Deval was referring to there uh, no actually no that's good uh, you know what playing your trumpet is healthy it's good for you there you go alright are okay. we Deval are we, we live we are live uh, and All direct right. mm. live and direct um, a pretty pretty kind of eventful week in terms Great. of showbiz Devaldo. we're going to kind of speak a little bit about that we'll get to that folks so don't yeah. you worry uh, but thanks for downloading another episode of The Flicksters. So this is episode 183, where we're going to be reviewing uh, the big movie of the week, which is Morbius. So no laughing. We will get to that in a moment. Uh, I'm also going to throw in a review of a... I wanted to balance it out. So we've got a kind of a vampire-ish type of a movie, mm. or vampire-ish type of a character. I thought, let me throw in a werewolf movie, Deval. So we're going to be speaking about this movie called The Cursed. So yep. if you stick around for that one, folks, uh, you might enjoy that one. But generally, yeah, we're just going to be doing the usual stuff. So we're going to be throwing in some, um, obviously, film reviews, some movie news, and uh, we're going to be checking out what's out on uh, streaming and trailers. So stick with us, folks, and uh, hope you enjoy the show. All right, Deval. So uh, first things first, who are we shouting out? A couple of shout outs this week. First one goes to Ciel Noir 3. Ciel Noir 3. Uh, catch you on Instagram. Uh, really, really good motivator personality fitness all that kind of holistic you know well-being approach Love uh, it. go check out her page on instagram she's always uh, bigging us up uh, she put out a, a story actually involving the flicksters so we really really appreciate that oh, i love uh, that ciel noir. <laughs> ciel noir trois. french isn't it uh, so yeah big shout out to you second shout out goes to king.celani uh, again, another person who's really positive on Instagram, uh, musician, former, uh, everything, literally. Go check out her page. Got some really, really good uh, positive stuff on there, as well as art, I believe, as well. So nice. really talented people that uh, interact yeah. with the Flicksters. Let us know I what your that. talents are. And uh, let's yeah. all, you know, we'll get together, you know. Devout, apart from oh. flexing your pecs over there, um, can you can you play an instrument or anything? Uh, I can play one instrument. I stopped playing it though, but yeah, I used to play one <laughs> instrument. I used to play one instrument. I used to play it a bit too much and then uh, you know, I hurt my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Answers on so, a uh, postcard, put folks. Trumpet. Put down the trumpet. <laughs> Uh, let's see answers on the postcard and let's see if you can guess what uh, Deval was referring to there uh, no actually no that's good uh, you know what playing your trumpet is healthy it's good for you you go you know you know doctors say even when you get older man you've got to play your trumpet you've got to mm-hmm. like you know every now and then you know you let out a little <laughs> 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 oh shit alright listen uh, if you want to be if you want to be a shout out on the show then please do get in touch with us on Instagram yeah. uh, let us know what you're watching 
you know what? Give us a film review. We love reading, uh, listening to what people have to say about movies and the stuff that they hate and like, you know, all that sort of stuff. So if you do, if you want to get in touch with us and we would love to do that. All right, let's get on to movie news now. Uh, Deval, it's mm-hmm. been 60 years since Bond has hit our screen. So um, it's been a while. James Bond yeah. is one of those characters. It's just kind of like, you know, the guy just won't go down, right? Uh, well, yeah. actually, no. Well, this last movie, he did go down. So yeah. um, so we're gonna, we, we'll have to wait and see now over the next couple of years that who who they're going to, uh, you know, the rumors are going to start coming in. I guarantee you towards the end of this year, we're going to start hearing about, you know, who's going to play the new James Bond. Is it going to be female? Is it going to be a person of color? Because you mm-hmm. know that that is an option. That's that you know that's something on the table. You got what? Jane Bond. You got Jerome Bond. <laughs> Jerome. Exactly. Jerome exactly. Bond. <laughs> what other Bonds can we fit in? <laughs> we got Mohammed Bond. Who knows? Mohammed Bond. There you go, mate. Honestly, you just don't know, man. Jamal Bond. I should have said actually. That would have been funnier. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, but listen. Um, so the news here is though, Deval, Amazon. Mm. What, what, what are they doing with this, man? Yeah. I think a little while ago, I think you might have mentioned it, uh, or we mentioned it, one of us mentioned it, that Amazon had, you know, tried to get the rights to, uh, you know, MGM, uh, Metro Goldwyn Mayer with the lion. Yeah. And I think, you know, the rights <laughs> to James Bond. And it looks like they, you know, that happened. Yeah. And uh, a James Bond TV show is coming to Damn. Amazon. Amazon Prime. I mean, TV show James Bond I don't know how people feel yeah. about that. People love James Bond to be, you know, a, a movie situation, you know, every now and then, you know, getting James Bond, but on a TV, I don't know, Amazon, I don't know, and, you know. And, I, and what about, really um, yeah, exactly. And what about, um, like, you know, the whole movies? Like, oh, do you reckon we're going to be able to get to stream them on Amazon? Yeah, I reckon, yeah, once uh, it's fully, you know, established on Amazon, I think, yeah, we'll get the whole catalogue uh, of James Bond movies on Amazon. I just don't feel James Bond as a TV show. I know, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Jason Bourne movie franchise, they went yeah. into uh, streaming with Treadstone. Yes, I think it's Treadstone, yeah, is, that's right. I don't know, man. James Bond is a sacred you know, uh, intellectual property, you know, people love a bit of bond, you know what I yeah, mean? Exactly. You know, no, totally. Absolutely. Uh, just on that Lashana Lynch, who was the kind of the new double O well, she's, she was double O seven in the movie. She, um, she won, um, she won the BAFTA just recently, just mm. about two, three weeks ago or something. Yeah. Uh, best newcomer. And I was just like, or the best debut or something like that. And I was like, but Lashana Lynch, she's been acting for, for years, hasn't she? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, she's been in quite a few things, actually, uh, which I always escaped my mind, obviously. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's but, been I mean, in quite yeah. a few. No, she's, yeah, she's a good actress and stage as well. So yeah, 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 exactly. So listen, uh, yeah, folks, we'll keep you posted on that one. And if obviously James Bond does pop up on on Amazon Prime, we'll we'll let you know. Okay, uh, Bill Sarsgaard, Devaldo, um, mm. just remind me again, what have we seen him in? He he's been in quite a few it, things. He wasn't it. it. Uh, you know, he's got the eyes, Bill Skarsgård, part of the Skarsgård family. We're going to see Alex Dander Skarsgård in The Northman. That's coming yes. out in a couple of weeks. Um, we're going to see, see the older Skarsgård in Avengers, in you know, the, the Dr. Selvig. But yeah, so Alex Skarsgård, who we've seen in It, as, as well as the other TV show that was a bit weird. I can't remember what it was called, but... Uh, um, what We Do in the Shadows. No, it's a TV show. No. I think it was a Stephen King thing. I think Terence oh. Howard was in it. 
some sort of weird place. I think it was Stephen King as well. Uh, oh, okay. I can't remember, but yeah, anyway, either way, yeah, uh, Bill Skarsgård is supposed to be playing The Crow in the re- reboot. Uh, I mean, The Crow, we saw Brandon Lee obviously tragically uh, passed yeah, away. Uh, some sort of, you know, uh, mishap, onset. some sort of accident on set. Uh, so that, that 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 came out in 1994. All these yeah, years man. ago, you know, you know Bruce Lee's uh, son. So yeah, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, he's a really really unique actor. He's got one of those faces that are very very adaptable, m- malleable faces, very character driven. Uh, you know, uh, abilities. So whether he can carry carry off the crow uh, well or not, I actually believe he can. I think he's a sort yeah. of actor could have even played the Joker. Uh, yes. So he's got that kind of ability to be really, yeah. you know, either wacky. I actually also think he's the sort of person that could be the next Beetlejuice if Michael Keaton wasn't Beetlejuice. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing how they do this. As long as it's a good film, then it could work. Just don't do it for no reason. They were this close. Well, uh, Aquaman was this close to being the crow because I remember. he. Yeah, he remember um, he was. Um, he kind of put out some yeah. pictures out on um, on Instagram and like yeah. him in makeup. And then all of a sudden I was like, yeah, wait, we're going to see the crow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he goes, it's not happening anymore. Yeah. He would have been Just good, I reckon. Creative differences on yeah. studio, actor, director, some, some dynamic, some bullshit happened. And then they were like, okay, we're not doing this anymore. So great. Mm-hmm. If they do bring that to the big screen, uh, that'd be all, I'm all there. Now listen, Devout, um, we, Let's just let's just start mentioning this, right? Okay, so Oscars happened, um, and you know it's the biggest night in movie. You know, all the stars get together. You know, they're yep. celebrating movie, and this this year was actually quite kind of different because it was like about. Um, I think they wanted to go with something which was like you know we want to celebrate the movies because it was the first Oscars where you could actually go there in person. Mm, for, yeah. So for the last couple of years, they never had like you know this 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 whole in-person thing so you know there was a lot riding on this oscars oscars mm. show oscars for the last couple of years developed they the numbers like the viewership has been declining it's, it's yeah. been shit yeah and all i gotta say is after this year's oscars i'm pretty sure the viewership just basically skyrocketed because <laughs> lo and behold there was a, you know, it was just like unheard of this whole thing about what happened. Um, and you know what? When I first saw the footage, I was like, no, this is all set up. Yeah, I thought the same thing. This, is, this, this can't be true. Mm-hmm. Will Smith goes, I mean, if you don't know, I mean, where have you been, by the way? Uh, Will Smith goes up on stage after um, Chris Rock has kind of, you know, made like, you know, a few jokes and everything. And he slapped Chris Rock on the face sits back down again and there's this kind of like you know to and fro and everything i i mean look i'm you don't need to listen to me talking about it go online and watch the footage but the aftermath of this devout is he's now he's now resigned from the um from the academy yeah yeah it's, it's, it's mad i mean I, I think i'm not surprised i think something should have happened you can't the, the message can't be that you can go ahead and do this and it's okay I even yeah. think that after the slap, he shouldn't have been allowed to carry on. And, you know, he got that big stand innovation from people and stuff. But I don't think that's okay. There should be no environment. Where, where, I don't think, obviously, Chris Rock uh, mentioned the G.I. Jane joke to uh, Jada Pinkett. 
Smith and uh, he's already mentioned he didn't know she had alopecia and stuff. And, you know, of all the jokes that you've heard, remember Ricky Gervais's, uh, you know, Golden Globes, you know, the way he joked about people, they, that was much, much worse. Imagine but, that. But exactly. Whether you agree with it or not, I think going, on, going and slapping someone in the face, shouldn't, you know, you can't do that. And uh, I think it's right that there, there are repercussions and he is, you know, he, he, I guess, steps down from that membership, which means mm. he can no longer get an Oscar again, I think. But uh, I guess if he can't be nominated or something. There you go. So I guess if he gets, to, if he can keep his Oscar, because that even might get taken away, I'm not sure. But if he gets to keep it, I don't think he cares because, you know, he's not going to win another one maybe. So, yeah. But yeah, it's just a whole, the whole event was crazy. But yeah, you're right. This event has made people more interested to see more Chris Rock. He's, he's, uh, his stand-up show that he's currently doing is sold out. Yeah. Uh, you know, people want to see more <laughs> Will Smith He's coming work. here in August. He's co- exactly. Exactly. So it's just a whole crazy situation from two legends that they couldn't sort it out with words, you know? Mm. And uh, yeah, it's just sad to see. And, and the crazy thing is he was laughing at the jokes as well. If you go online and see the yeah. footage, he yeah. was actually laughing. And I think there's a point where he looks over to his wife yeah. And she's obviously pissed off, upset, whatever. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to go over and do something. But it's Crazy. just the manner in which he does it. Jada Pinkett, I mean, she, I reckon that whole situation, the red top talk, red table talk and red table all talk. that sort oh. of thing is just, yeah, I think Will Smith is, he's going through a madness. He's not, Yeah, I, he's, I don't think he's in charge yeah. in the household. And he's just not, I think she's just, yeah, she's got him by the balls and he's she's got him by the balls. emotionally and he's just, yeah. Maybe she's got something on him because maybe because he can't get out of the relationship. Maybe she knows something, mm. and like you know, or I, I don't know. But it was just kind of crazy. But just like not taking away from obviously the the good stuff. Uh, mm. Coda, I reviewed that on last week's episode. Exactly. That that ended up winning yeah. the flipping like good the best shout. picture. Yeah, it, it won best picture and it won um, you know best supporting actor and then yeah. it won um, something else as well. So great night for Coda. If you haven't really seen the movie, night. go check That's it out. Apple, t- Apple TV right now, isn't it? Apple TV. Yeah. So use that subscription. And, mm. um, oh, another thing, another, I want a big shout out. Um, Riz Ahmed ended up mm. winning an Oscar as well, which I, I was just that. like, what Oscar? I missed it. You know what? I, Devout, I, I, yeah. So the next day or so I caught the show, I started watching it. I was like, hang on a second. I went through the winners list and it was like Riz Ahmed. I was like, what? Oscar for what? He, he directed a, um, he starred in and he directed a uh, a short film and that oh, won an Oscar. Okay. Is it? Oh, that's wicked. I, I tell you what, man, that guy's talent. He's a musician My as well. He's a Harrow, singer. Yeah? Yeah, exactly. Where are you from? <laughs> in Northwest London. Northwest London. So yeah, so uh, if you can catch the, the Oscars show, watch mm. it, whatever. And like, you know, there's are some good memorable moments in there, but obviously the whole Will, Will Smith thing, that overshadows mm. everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, it is what it is. And uh, well done to Coda. Right, listen, Devout, I want to quickly mention this, right? Okay, mm. so we know that the Batman, that was released on the 5th of March, whatever. It's been doing really, really well. I just want to just pull these numbers out, right? So far, Batman has done over 330 million at the domestic box office. Wow. Okay. That's domestic. Okay. So the Batman has surpassed Iron Man 2, Deadpool 2, Thor Ragnarok domestically. And check this out. According to Forbes, it's also expected to pass films like Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man Homecoming, and the Joker at the domestic box office in the coming days. 
Serious? It's oh, Spider-Man Homecoming, but not Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, and that just basically shows. So this movie has done better than uh, Dawn of Justice. I think mm. it's doing, it's on track to take over Wonder Woman. Um, mm. So clearly we're going to get a sequel, man. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. I think it was a decent film. Good, yeah. different Batman. Good take. Good uh, sound. I think it was a decent film. I wouldn't mind getting a second one. Wouldn't mind yeah. it at all. Yeah. And I think he's up for it as well. From the interviews that I've seen mm. of Robert Pattinson, he's like, yeah, you know, we've got some ideas that we want to go with and we can definitely get a sequel out there. So watch this space, folks. There definitely probably most likely will be one. Now, listen, um, who raise your hand, please do. Like if you're a Game of Thrones fan, Deval and I are, we oh, watch yeah. that movie. We yeah. watch that show yeah. like religiously, yeah. but check this mm-hmm. out. HBO has revealed that the Game of Thrones prequel series House of the Dragon will premiere Deval oh, shit. on I forgot August. About that. That's August? August. I thought it was April. No, oh. this is August the 21st, 2022. So we've still got a while left yet, but we've got a date, like we know it's coming, basically summer. Yeah. Well, you, for you guys, summer. Uh, no, it's not winter's coming, summer's coming. Summer's coming. Um and we're going to start getting trailers. We're going to start getting new images. We're going to start mm. getting plot point, plot lines and synopsises mm. and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, um, exactly. And Matt Smith, who mm. we're going to speak about in Morbius, he's in this as well. So yeah, yeah we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. kind of, you know, there's a connection there to the movie. Uh, so if you're fans of that, go check that out. And finally on movie news, we got to mention this one. Yeah. A bit of sad news yeah. here. Bruce Willis has retired from acting and um, yeah, man, I read about this and I was just like, shit, what's going on over here? Like, you know, it's a medical condition that he's uh, suffering from mm. and it's, he's apparently being diagnosed with something called aphasia, which is yeah. a language disorder caused by brain damage that mm. affects a person's ability to communicate. Mm. So yeah. he now can't do the one thing that he loves to do, which is act. Yeah. So his family put out a statement and they're saying, look, you know, he's basically decided to retire from acting, which is shit, man. We're not, we're, we're not going to get no more yippee-ki-yays from yeah, him. Yeah, it's a shame. But I mean, at the same time, he's done a, a great job. I mean, you know, Moonlighting, yeah. uh, Die Hard, uh, you know, uh, uh, called with Tarantino. Uh, uh, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, sorry. Uh, a whole bunch of films, you know, Expendables. You could, you could name them all. And he's Try been working, loads. I heard, crazy hard over the past few years, bringing out movies in the cinema but also straight to dvd yes uh, so even though maybe he can't act anymore uh maybe he can still work behind the scenes who knows so you know hopefully he'll still be able to still be involved in film in one way or another so we'll see we'll see what happens with that one yeah so um yeah go go check out a bruce willis movie if you can all right okay let's move on to the new on streaming now this is interesting this is called the bubble this is on netflix yeah and uh devaldo tell us about this one yeah, this one's got a mad, a mad cast list. It's got uh, Oberyn Martell from Game of Thrones, the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually always forget his real name. I just know him as... Pedro. Pedro Pascal, that's it. Yeah. Pedro Pascal, Karen Gillan. Uh, it's got uh, so many people, so many to mention, but it's about, a f- it's a film about making a film, isn't it? I mean, yeah. they're all, they're all uh, the bubble, I guess, is there to represent the situation that a lot of us have been in over the past couple of years in we've all been, you know, uh, locked down, we've all been isolating and things like that. 
And I think this film tries to play on those sorts of yeah. uh, emotions, feelings, situations in a, you know, in the film landscape. Uh, this is quite different to, I guess, uh, other films that we've seen. Uh, I guess they want to bring us into, or they want to bring the film into real life, uh, you know, situations, because many films that have come out on TV shows and so on, even though they were made during COVID and, you know, all those restrictions, don't really see it on screen, do we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess absolutely. maybe this is, this is something a bit different. It's on Netflix anyway, and it's something that I haven't watched it myself, but I'm going to watch at some point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's worth a watch. So, you know, go and go, go give it a watch. Go give it a watch. Judd Apatow. Uh, if you like yeah. his movies, then yeah, you know, um, you know, you might enjoy this one. All right, Deval, I mean, come on, man. Mm. The month of March, this is, this is Marvel's uh, mm. month as well, because we finally saw the release of Moon Knight. And mm. uh, yeah, we've got a couple of things that we want to kind of mention about this. If you don't know, the next in like kind of, phase of the uh you know the marvel cinematic universe is kind of here so we've got moon knight which we've spoken about on the show you know quite a bit and marvel have been teasing this yeah. and it stars oscar isaac uh ethan hawk ethan hawk yeah ethan hunt yeah yeah ethan hawk mission impossible even ethan hunt sorry, isn't yeah, it sorry yeah, ethan <laughs> hunt is um mission impossible but yeah ethan hawk and mm. devout um yeah, man, it's it's almost like as if you know when I watched the the first episode of One Division, we kind of like okay, you don't know exactly what you're gonna get. Mm -hmm. You know, Marvel are taking us into kind of like a new direction, and it's it's kind of like fun, it's interesting, it's set in London, and you know this mad character called Stephen, and uh, he's got a split personality, but he's also like you know this supposed to be this kind of like you know superhero, and um, what I really really liked about it was the direction that took it, uh, it with him, him being like British, they, mm. you know, his, his accent and everything. There was maybe one moment cause I was listening properly to his <laughs> accent and I was just like, okay, is, is how well is he actually going to pull off this mm. kind of accent? There was just maybe one moment where it kind of faltered a little bit, but on the whole, I got to say, he does pull off the kind of mm. accent. Um, this this thing that he says late as gators when have have you ever heard anyone say late as gators in england nah <laughs> that's not something that we say is it nah his accent does sound a little bit like uh victorian almost sounds a bit yeah. old doesn't sound very modern but i guess that's just his way of executing the you know london yeah. accent english accent. i mean props to him though props to them yeah. for allowing him to say um uh, you look like a knob. There's a scene in the, the, yeah. there's a scene in where he's looking in the mirror. He's got some clothes and he goes, "You look like a knob." And it was just mm. so funny, like you know, to kind of see that. But I mean, what did you make of the first episode? We know that there's obviously going to be more. There's going to be five more episodes. Yeah. Um, and we do finally spoiler alert over here. We do get to see Moon Knight at mm -hmm. some point in the episode. But yeah, what did you make of it, man? I thought it was interesting. I liked yeah. it. Uh, I've got no real bad sort of you know. Uh, take on it nothing bad to say on it yet uh, it was introducing a whole new character to the mcu uh, they had 38 minutes to do it they did it quite well they showed us you know his dissociative uh, identity disorder yeah. uh, which is a real thing that happens and people suffer from that you know condition with person the multiple personalities so they're really showing us you know the mental health side of things mixing with the superhero side of things and I think it's going to be interesting to see how we can, you know, deal with that conflict. You know, the one character who's 
a bit of an oddball. You got the Mark Spector, who's a mercenary. Yeah. You got he's a couple of other characters in there too. That's going to see, you know, he's got battles, internal and external battles. So, uh, and this is all linked to you know, Egyptian mythology and again, real life stuff as well. We're dealing with. So it's going to be interesting to see how this pans out on screen. You know, Marvel's got a lot to juggle with this this series and i think in six episodes if they do it right this could be a real smash hit for disney plus so yeah i want to see i more. was reading something really interesting about um you know this idea of moon knight and Konshu, which is the egyptian god mm. that when kang the conqueror has tried to do certain things Konshu mm. has been there so could i'm not saying it's going to happen but could like moon knight you know, play into kind of dealing with Kang the Conqueror later on when obviously we see kind of more of that, you know, it's, it's possibility yeah. they could be setting up Moon Knight for him to appear in other kind of movies or shows or whatever. Yeah, definitely. I think um, the, the, what's it called again? Midnight Suns or something. Yes. Uh, with Blade, Doctor Strange and all the other sort of darker mystical characters. I think Moon Knight could really blend in with those characters going forward. So yeah. 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 I was surprised though that they didn't cuz normally with the other shows they they release episodes 1 and number 2 together but they didn't mm, with this one. Yeah. Yeah, I think because there's only 6 episodes and maybe they want to stretch it out until Obi-Wan comes out in May so possibly that could be the reason why. Yeah, not only that, uh 5th of May is Doctor Strange. Ugh. So this this, Ugh. this is going to lead us this is going to lead us up to Doctor Strange basically, isn't it? Yeah. Cuz we've got 5 so. more weeks yeah. left. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, folks, get on this. Go watch, uh, go check out Moon Knight and let us know what you think. All right. New on uh, trainers, Uh, new on uh, trailers. We've got a movie called Hatching, which sounds like eggs. Chickens maybe coming out of eggs. Deval, maybe? What came first, chicken or the egg? Great question. It's one that is stumped. This is a horror film. This, uh, This is a, this looks like an interesting film, you know? This, yeah, there is a bit of egg play in this. Uh, and <laughs> basically, it's, about, it's a film about a young gymnast uh, who's really trying to please, you know, her parents and so on. Uh, she discovers a strange egg type thing. Uh, and, you know, what lurks in the egg. Oh, my gosh. Turns out to be something quite <laughs> monstrous. That's all I can say. We see the yeah. fangs that she gets. So this one, again, lends into some of the films we're going to talk about later, yeah. werewolves and vampires. But this one here, it does seem like a bit of a weird film. And I like weird films. This one we here is Scandinavian. Weird. I want to say Scandinavian. Uh, yeah, Finnish, Swedish. Uh, yeah, this is Finnish, actually. Yeah, this is the Finnish uh, film. Uh, so again, something a bit international. It's not always about, you know, UK and USA. Exactly. So, yeah, so this one looks interesting. This is this, the trailer just came out two minutes long, so go catch this one if you can. It's called Hatching. Mm, mm. Uh-huh. Sounds what's interesting hatch- that one. What so what's hatching? What what you got hatching? Um, all right, so those are your trailers, and that is new on streaming. Now let's move over to anniversary corner, and listen, uh-huh. look. This is a great little kind of uh, segue, uh, you know, into the movies that we're going to be speaking about. This is Blade 2 from 2002. And um, that's 20 20 years ago. Shit. Yeah. Great movies. Like Blade 1 and Blade 2, seriously, are 
they're my favorite Wesley. No, forget Wesley Slight movies. They're just my favorite kind of like, you know, comic book movie, film mm. adaptation. Just, Blade is such a badass character. Yeah. And Wesley Snipes was, um, he was, he was made for like, Blade. He was made for really Blade. Good. Yeah. And did you see him on the Oscars? He's lost a lot of weight, man. Yeah, he has, isn't it? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's funny. I don't know, obviously, what people are going through and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but I did think to myself, does he, does he look okay? Like, yes. I don't know why. I did get that. Maybe that's me being judgmental. I don't know, but I thought, Ooh, yeah. does he, is he okay kind of thing? But yeah, you're right. He's, yeah, he looks different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And mm. if you go back and obviously you go, you know, revisit these movies and stuff and, you know, mm. he was peak, like this is his peak. He was like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. he was, um, he was commanding like huge salary. Yeah. Like, you know, he was one of the highest paid actors in Hollywood at that time. And mm -hmm. he's rubbing shoulders with Stallone, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. with Bruce Willis yeah. and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Jean-Claude Van Damme, he was up there. And Blade 2 carries on with the story, uh, obviously, yeah. if, you, if you're kind of like, you know, familiar with the Blade story. Um, Norman Reedus, Deval, did you know him? Dow yeah, was from, in this. from, from uh, Walking Dead. He was in this, as well as Chris yeah. Christopherson, I think. This is one that was directed by... Uh, Guillermo del Toro. Yes, this one's got, uh, this one's got uh, Ron Perlman in it as well. Yeah, uh, and this one, this this was my favorite of the trilogy. Yeah, uh, it's really for good. me, this one this had the vampires with the mouths that really go out like that. Yeah, and there was a really really good action film then carried on from the first Blade. And no, not many people know this, but a bit of a nugget from the first Blade. There was a end of credit scene that they took out from the first Blade. Oh, and that end of credit scene showed none other than Michael Morbius standing in the distance looking at Blade. Uh, they cut that out. But yeah, Michael Morbius Damn. technically has shown up in a Marvel film. But, uh, but yeah, Michael Morbius and Blade, they go back, obviously vampires yeah. and stuff like that. Yep. You know, there, there's a, definitely a connection there, which is why we put it in the anniversary corner. So yeah. If you haven't seen it, go check that one out, man. I mean, and um, Deval, I don't know if you remember this, mm. but do you remember the boy band from um, in the 80s, Bross? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Luke Goss. Luke Goss was in Blade 2, wasn't it? Yeah, That's yeah. it. He, he plays really the well. villain. He, the, yes. And there's that fight scene at the end, which is really brilliant. Good. Brilliant, really good. brilliant he, fight scene. Goes on for a long really time. Good, and, yeah, yeah, really, Luke really Goss, good. Really good and it stars... Um, I don't know. Donnie Yen's in it as Donnie well. in it as well. It stars Leonor Varela. She's a Chilean actress. Oh, um, it? Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of whenever whenever I was in Chile, I was like, oh, oh like no. you know, they would say, oh, do you know this actress? And I was like, yeah. uh, no, who's that actress? And they were like, oh, she was in Blade Two. And I was like, really serious? Her? Oh. Yeah. So she's kind of like a bit of a thing there. Okay. Um, but go check it out. Um, nice one. Yeah, from 2002, that one, which leads us nicely into the movie that we're going to speak about. Yeah. Deval obviously mentioned Morbius. You know, they have a connection, obviously, Blade being this vampire and a vampire hunter. Morbius gets bitten by a vampire bat. Um, and yeah, man. So listen, before we kind of start off, we just got to say this. There was no high expectation for this movie, Deval, right? Am I, is that fair to say? Uh, it was low. It was low. It was low. Lower than the Lombarda, like someone exactly. said to me. <laughs> it, trust me, seriously. So Lombarda this movie was supposed low. to come out January of this year. 
And then it was supposed to come out in like September of last year. But even before that, it was supposed to have come out in April of like last year. So it's been delayed so many times. And I guess now we know the reason why is because I think so many people have must have seen this movie and thought, no, we need to change something. We need to change. This isn't working. And we need to maybe do some reshoots or this isn't, you know, something's going on miss over here. Mm. And obviously there was COVID and that obviously delayed things, but oh my gosh, Divaldo, this movie is all over the place. And here's the reason why it's sad is because Morbius is such a great character. Mm-hmm. It is such a great character. And his it's backstory is really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really good kind of story. Michael Morbius, he has this kind of blood disorder and he's had this from such a young age. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of spends the rest of his life trying to find a cure, not only for himself, but a cure for, for other people around, uh, around him as well. So he's actually yeah. really a good guy. Yeah. And then he comes across this kind of, um, this idea of traveling out to um, like, you know, a, a different country, Costa Rica, they, they put it in the movie. And um, he, you know, ends up in some bat cave. There's like tons, thousands and thousands of bats. And here's the thing, Devaldo. The first thing that we see is, you know, he puts his hand out mm, to yeah. get bitten by the by the bat. What was that? I don't get all that. What what was that all for? I think for? he was luring the bats into that kind of cage thing. Yeah. He cut his arm, his hand, and I think the the blood from his hand brought the bats to the cave to, to the cage. But we didn't see him actually close the cage and take those bats back to the lab. They yeah. didn't show it. So that was, that was a bit disjointed. I, I didn't understand it really, but I sort of put, put the pieces together afterwards. Yeah, it just wasn't, it wasn't done well. The story didn't really connect. And why weren't they attacking him like they were attacking the other people? I don't know. <laughs> seriously, like, seriously, we, we just don't know. It's one of those kind of like, you know, know. Uh, un, it's an unknowable thing, right? So then it kind of, the, the movie then kind of goes back in time to when uh, Michael Morbius is a kid and he, he kind of meets his best friend Milo. Is it Milo or, or Lucian or so? I can't, I can't even remember now. Ma- uh, Lucian is his actual name, but his nickname is Milo. Milo. Yeah. yeah, his nickname is Milo. And then you kind of see this relationship, how they look after each other and, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, they defend each other and they stick up for each other and all this sort of stuff. And then um, uh, Michael, he gets the opportunity. He's really clever. He can solve uh, kind of like, you know, complex equations and like, you know, he's this kind of like basically this genius. He gets offered the opportunity to go to New York and then to kind of, uh, he gets a scholarship and he then becomes did, 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 Dr. Did, 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 Michael. Did remember? I think the, 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 the teacher, his teacher said, oh, there's a, a school for the gifted in New York. Yes. I was thinking, is that X-Men? Is that X-Men? Could it be X-Men or something <laughs> like that? We just, maybe, yeah. who knows? <laughs> So then he goes off to the school and then obviously 25, 30 years later, wherever we Mm. see him, he's like, obviously still got this condition and he's working on this experiment, this highly kind of illegal, irregular, unorthodox experiment that he's doing with bats. Michael Morbius thinks that the blood within the bats can help, you know, his disorder and, and you know what, like all those types of movies, like the fly, um, You know those movies where they have like humans experimenting on themselves. All goes wrong, doesn't it? Always. Where's it, it gone right? It always goes wrong. <laughs> um, even Spider-Man with um, with what's his name with Green Goblin. Yeah. 
You know, you know that yeah. that whole thing about kind of experimenting on self, yeah. and yeah. even goes back to uh, Frankenstein. You know, with yes. the kind of like you know yeah. doing this whole yeah. kind of doctors trying to mess with evolution, and Thank you know God. it all comes back to bite you on the ass. Mm-hmm. So fast forward, the experiment goes wrong, but it somehow gives uh, Michael Morbius superhuman powers, oh. and he's able to use echolocation. He's able to kind of you know, have this enormous strength and that kind of follows the kind of comics. But Deval, um, that's basically kind of the setup, right? You know, it's an origin story. He fights a bad guy in there. He saves the day. There's a dark side to him and there's a light side to him. And we kind of get that. But tell us about the execution. Speak to us and speak to kind of like the people who are listening about the execution. How did it all go down for you? For me, I think... Uh, Marvel has some great characters. Michael Morbius from the Spider-Man cartoons in the 90s was a great character. He was yeah. conflicted. He meant well, but it turned out not so well. In this one, when he got his powers, for me, they, they, they made him too powerful for me. Let's, yeah. let's just not cut, let's cut to the chase. He was way too powerful. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see how a bat can... <laughs> how I mean, does he have that much power? The, the guy's like flipping the Flash. He's yes. like... Uh, Spider-Man, he's like Venom because he does, I don't know what kind of weird like things that happen. He can, there's bits where he can fly. I don't know yeah. why. He's got <laughs> mad hearing powers. He's got echolocation like you said. Yeah. This guy's dodging bullets like he's in Matrix. Yes. I mean I don't know why they thought a back could make this guy have so many powers. I think execution for me was way too, he was more, he was more powered than the guy in the cartoon. <laughs> Trust me. Like, overpowered. Was. And I think they should have focused a bit more on the character and given him powers that maybe he builds up to some sort of, you know, powerful level. He, he, he assumed these powers way too quickly and was able to utilize them way too quickly as well. He just knew like, that, that sort of ability. You've got to train, man. You've got to, this guy just woke up and he's dodging bullets. He knows how to kill eight all. people and it's fine. Yeah. He killed eight people. He's a mass murderer. <laughs> I mean, trust me. It's just they, they and and I, think, I don't think Jared Leto is bad in this. I don't think I think he is actually yeah. a good Michael Morbius. He looks the part, and yep. if he was given a Marvel Studios script, he would have done oh, all right. Man. I think Sony again. They 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 do these microwave films, man. Like Spider Man. I love good that. I love that Disney, microwave films. Yeah, Spider Man's good because Disney have got creative control. This shows yeah. you Sony's creative lack of control. This oh. film for me, my expectations were Lombardo low <laughs> and I ended up scraping the floor and hurting my back. That's what happened with this film. I mean, how does that happen? That's wicked. How does it happen? And Matt Smith's character, oh, just man. unconvincing. Unconvincing. Just he seemed petulant. The final fight between them two was over like that. Over and within wasn't seconds. To it. it just, it was disappointing. I know. I don't know what else to say. The only good thing about this film is that they, they only cost them, ooh, only cost them, I think it was 45 million to make from oh. what I heard. So it, they might get their money back and, and some. So that's the only thing. It might be a financial success, but critical success, I doubt it. Nah, nope. and I mean, the reviews came in a couple of days ago and I kind of try, I try to take, you know, I shy away from kind of like watching the reviews because I'm mm. going to make my own opinion and stuff like that. But yeah. I kind of the few kind of like headings that I saw 
it was it was just like the worst like Sony movie. Yeah. And it just makes you it just goes to show you, right? When Sony work with Marvel, they produce Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, Homecoming, No Way Home, Far From Home, like those types of movies. And when they go alone, exactly what you said, they are they're, they're poor, man. Now here's my thing. They've got Craven the Hunter is coming out. My expectations are flipping Lombardo low and like, mm. you know, even below that. <laughs> so I mean, um, it's just like what where are they taking with this? Can they not pinch some of the writers from Marvel and just or, or like just say, hey, look, can we use your writers? I think they need to have that Spider-Man agreement. That's what I think. They need yeah. to get on that level because that, that way it'll be a success financially and critically. Sony are st- too stubborn. They've got shit. It's almost like that kid in the park who's got the ball. Well, won't let you play with it. Play with the ball, but they themselves can't play football. <laughs> and they rather just hold the ball because it's their ball. I mean, exactly. I know. It's, it's seriously, yeah. seriously. Uh, like there needs to be some sort of kind of like trending on Twitter. Like you know, I don't know. Like. Mm. Give, give it back to Marvel. Like, give some of those characters back. Yeah, and yeah. here's the thing, right? You know, they teased through this trailer. You know, there's uh, this image of Michael Morbius. Uh, yeah. He's walking and there was like a picture of Spider-Man. And Spider-Man, a lot of people were thinking... He meets Michael Keaton. It wasn't even there, was it? Where was it? Uh, <laughs> this is... And I, I, don't think, I don't even care about spoiling this, but at the end, there's the, 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 the post credit scenes. You know, Michael Keaton's there as Vulture because he's come through the the cracks in from, you know, Doctor um, Strange. Doctor Strange. From Spider-Man. I know Doctor Strange, you know, puts put the, the cracks in the sky and stuff like yeah. that. Obviously, the, uh, Michael Keaton's character is now come into the Morbius world and yeah. it looks like they're going to work together in the future. I hope Michael Keaton just cancels that contract and doesn't do it because that exactly. doesn't seem like it's going to be a good film. But even the CGI, did you notice the CGI when the sky opened up? It was shit. Yeah, it was yeah, terrible yeah. and that yeah. whole it was so clunky and then he's like hey like i've yeah. heard a lot about you and maybe mm. like we should work together and then michael morbius is like oh i'm intrigued and it's just yeah. like okay so they're trying to set up the sinister six and like okay so the craven the hunter so they're doing these things matt I, you know what it's so poor so far this movie has done worse than venom and venom 2 mm, okay Critically, yeah. I mean, Venom uh, with Venom, the first one it, that was like a box office hit, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. This one, like I said, because it was quite cheap to make, it might do okay, but yeah, people are not going to be talking about this very positively, so it's a shame. It's a shame, it is what it is. Oh man, seriously. So, with this one, definitely, like, I, I'd probably say, don't bite the don't bite with this one. Mm. go go check out blade 2 like seriously go check yeah, out the blade yeah, movies yeah, 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 yeah. um and like you know we'll uh you know th- that's our recommendation um devout i mean we're hitting the kind of coming up to the 45 minute mark i yeah, mean I, do it sh- all, right, all right let me all right let me try and fit this one in for like in the next like kind of four minutes right so on the on the heels of morbius i thought right okay so we've got this kind of this vampire-ish type of a character let me flip the script a bit, a bit and let me watch this movie called The Cursed. Mm. And, um, you know, like uh, we, we've had The Wolfman. Do you remember that Benicio mm. Del Toro movie? That mm-hmm. was great. I love a great wolf story, like, you know, American Wolf in London. I think Ooh. that was really good. And do you remember we watched, um, remember we watched this kind of like this independent movie where this sheriff in a small town he the, the people start dying and then he has to figure out who the murderer is and the murderer was a werewolf 
and it was based oh, off of that a game. was like a comedy kind of film, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember, remember that, that one? one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah I can't yeah, remember yeah. the name yeah. of it, but we, you know, we, we we like a good kind of like horror comedy, like you know, horror movie. I like a good werewolf movie. So I heard about this film, and uh, I thought, oh, this looks kind of. Uh, interesting it's set in the 1800s it's got that kind of the wolfman vibe to it um and it stars boyd holbrook do you remember him from martin narcos yeah the blonde guy and he was in uh wolverine uh he was in wolverine yeah he was was in wolverine in that one well he plays uh he he does a pretty decent uh english accent in this one okay um yeah so he kind of plays a pathologist this doctor who's kind of comes to this small village town where mm. there's been some like mysterious deaths and um but let me just quickly mention this before this the movie starts off in world war one uh in the battle of the somme and this guy is a captain he's leading uh you know his men uh fighting the germans and um they go over the barricade and they go into the fire and he gets mm. shot and he gets taken into a tent and the doctor's like Captain, I'm going to try and save you. Starts pulling out bullets, pulls out one bullet, pulls out a second bullet. And then the third bullet, he's like, what the hell is this? And it's a silver bullet that he pulls oh, out of the man. Mm. And then the movie cuts, uh, you know, cuts, you know, fades to black. And then it goes back in time, 80 years to the 1830s. And then we're, you know, we're in this kind of area where, um, um, you know, we've got a rich family and they've got lots of land and some Romany people but in the movie they 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 refer to them as gypsies uh so like kind of you know these gypsies they come to a piece of land and they're like this is our land um and the 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 kind of the landowners they they decide that they don't want to give the land to them even though that land does belong to the to the travelers and okay. um so the head of this family pays some people and says like listen i want them off my land and there's this brutal scene where they basically massacre the whole like you know the travelers the the romany people Mm. and they do some really really awful things they get one guy they chop his hands off they chop his feet off they put him up and they put some straw in his feet and legs and hands and they make him look like a scarecrow. It's like really, really kind of brutal. But before they kill the woman, she puts a curse on the whole kind of like settlement and the whole town. And then after that point, the um, the kids, they start basically having the same dream. They start seeing the woman, they start seeing the scarecrow and shit goes really, really bad. And before you know it, there's a beast running around mm. and killing people and ripping people Beast, and you know. eating people. <laughs> and yeah, you know, it's uh, the special effects are really good. It's a low budget independent movie. And man, it doesn't, in some places, it doesn't look like a, a low budget movie. Like they did really, really well with the production. Mm. And um, you know what? It's a decent horror movie there's some bits in there which i was like oh shit man i was groaning i was like no nah, come on man you can't do that you know mm. there's there's a couple of things which are a bit repetitive but on the whole as a kind of beast movie as kind of like this werewolf tr- kind of trope it's uh it's decent 
it's it's um it's got enough scares in there it's got enough kind of practical special effects for you to go okay that's really interesting i haven't actually seen that the mm. way that they designed the beast i'm not going to give anything away but the way that they designed the beast is quite different to what we might have seen previously and okay. um uh, like I said before, they got um, you know uh, Boyd Holbrook. He kind of plays this kind of the hero type, and um, and you know he's there to kind of save the day. Um, he kind of knows what's going on because he's got some history with the mm. with the with the gypsies and kind of this the beast and everything like that. So if you're looking for an alternative to the vampire flick, maybe go for a beast werewolf type of a movie. Then go check out the cursed. I just, you know, I, I downloaded that uh, just this morning when I saw it on the list and I, I like the look of it already. And just yeah. the way you've described it, I think it's my kind of film. I yeah. like these films, you know. I, it, Sometimes it's, it's these sorts of films, decent. they need to be big budget. They're better when they're more intimate and a bit more, exactly. you know. So I've, I think I'm going to have to watch this one. I'm going to yeah. have to watch this one. Give, give yeah. this one a go. Give this one a go. It's Yeah, it's it's not kind of like, you know, up there with American Wolf in London. And yeah, kind of, yeah. I, I'm a huge fan of The Wolfman, by the way, even though that didn't mm. do critically well. Um, but, you know, it's it's the, the vibe to it, the way that they filmed it oh. and the, the location and the production and everything like that it lends to it kind of, you know, the, the, the atmosphere of it as well. So yeah, go check it out if you can. And uh, if you do watch it, folks, let us know. And, uh, and that's it. That's all we've got time for on this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Deval, any major movies that we've got coming up over the next couple next, of weeks? Next week, we're going to talk crypto. So there's a, there's a documentary yes. that we're going to talk about next week, uh, which is all about crypto. Uh, and if you guys don't know, we actually... You know, we like crypto. We yeah, wanna, we do. You know, we do like it, but also we, we, we're ready to learn as well and find out anything more about crypto that we can. We might get a guest in next week to help us talk about this, you know, crypto documentary and the whole space in general. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, we may throw in another couple of uh, surprises in there too next week. So, yeah, keep it, uh, keep it locked. Uh, yeah. Find out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. And, uh, yeah, let us know what's going on. What do you want? Huh? What do you want? Let us know. Well, what more do you want? Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, that's enough, man. Right, take cool. it easy. Yeah, man, take it easy, and I will see you next week. Next time. Peace out. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flicksters podcast.